hello, 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 and welcome to Her Voice, Her View. This is Dr. Cheryl Peavy, and I'm so excited that you have joined me for episode number six. Today is what, Friday, but it is a new beginning, right? This is the month of November. We have the opportunity to expand our horizons, get ready for the holiday season, prepare ourselves for the new year, but also... It is Alzheimer's National Awareness Month, but today I want to talk about something that a lot of people might say, well, that's off topic for, um, you know, a sister or woman to talk about. But I want to talk about Odell Beckham Jr. I am a football fan, have been a football fan for many, many years As I was a little girl growing up, the Dallas Cowboys were my favorite team and the LA Lakers were my favorite basketball team. And when I was little, I used to say, oh, I want to be the first woman, African-American woman football coach for a team in the NFL. That was one of my dreams because I love football so much. I watched it all the time. I began to learn the plays and understand all of the penalties and et cetera. Well, I am from the state of Ohio. We have Cincinnati Bengals and we have a Cleveland Browns. So I am a Cleveland Browns fan. Well, today it's all in the news that Odell Beckham Jr. was released from the Cleveland Browns. So here's the backstory. Not too long ago, I don't know what day it occurred, maybe a few days ago or over uh, the last game that the Cleveland Browns played, Odell Beckham Sr., which is Odell's father, came out and spoke, you know, shared a video of him talking about, and I'm not familiar, I did not watch the video, but there was a video that was shared, and I don't know which social media handle it was on, But his father spoke out and said that Baker Mayfield, which is the Cleveland Browns quarterback, was not throwing the ball to Odell. So what ended up happening became a big, huge news frenzy. And the Cleveland Browns organization was not happy. The head coach wasn't happy. So when Odell showed up for practice earlier this week, he was sent home. Then he showed up again for practice the very next day, and he was sent home two days in a row. When the news reporters, newscasters, whatever you call them, reached out and asked the question to the head coach of the Cleveland Browns, who was Kevin Stefanski, he had no comment. So when I was thinking about this, And of course, I was sad to see Odell go, which the Cleveland Browns did release him today. I was sad to see him go, but I understand why he wanted to go. So think about this. If you work for a company or an organization and they hired you, they, you know, you send you, you, um, sometimes you apply for a job and sometimes an organization or company sees you and they come after you to try to recruit you. So they know your talents, your skills, your abilities. So they pick you and you believe in picking you and making you an offer that you truly are an asset to the company and that you will be able to utilize your talents, skills, abilities 
to help the company or the organization grow, to flourish, to become more popular, right? So I quite think that that was Odell's mindset. You know, he was offered a contract, how many years it was, how much money, I'm not, you know, I didn't research any of that, but that's not the point. But I thought about and put myself in his shoes and I've been in his shoes. So I was like, okay, if you are recruited or you're hired for a company and they don't utilize you, what happens? What, what do you think happens? Do you think you're happy working there? No. How does it change your mindset? How does it truly make you feel when you're not being utilized, when you are not allowed to voice your opinion or share your ideas? And then you start to think, well, why did you reach out to me? Why did you hire me in the first place? Am I here just for show to help the company have a better name? Oh, they signed so-and-so or they offered so-and-so the job and they accept it and then nothing happens. So I have been in a familiar situation, you know, and I'm sure quite many of you have as well. You know, we get offered a job, we, we apply for a job or we're part of an organization and they see our resume, they see our skills, they know how good we are and what an asset we are to the organization or company. And then they just don't use you or they do use you in a negative way because of your name. And you just start to feel, but you feel like you're in prison. You feel like you can't expand and grow and be you. And I believe that's what Odell felt. I mean, I don't know if many of you are aware of his stats throughout his whole entire NFL career, but he is a force to be reckoned with. He is an amazing, an amazing football player. He has, I'm like, like skills that just blow my mind when I view and think about other NFL football players out there. And I was just like, wait a minute, I have seen him catch some unbelievable catches. He can jump up high. He can do one-handed catches. He can catch a ball when he's double team, triple team. I've seen some many amazing catches and touchdowns. And I'm like, gosh, you know, when I heard that he was coming here to the Cleveland Browns, I was all excited. I was thinking, oh, finally, maybe we'll go to the Super Bowl. What an amazing talent to have. And I can't wait to see some of the phenomenal catches and things that he's going to do here. And it didn't happen. And he got frustrated and he got tired and he wanted to go. And if he didn't or wasn't able to leave, he probably would have had what? Some mental anguish, which I'm sure he did. It could have ended up causing other health issues. I know what I'm talking about. I worked for a job that did not value me, knew exactly what I had to offer, knew about my talents, my skills, and my abilities, and still, you know, I was taken for granted. I was treated differently. And for what happened with me, was that I ended up, what, having, like, I want to say, like, mental, like, anguish. Like, you know, I'm not respected. I'm not valued. What's going on here? And I kept trying 
to be seen in a positive light for what I brought. And I believe Odell was trying to, to be seen so he could be able to utilize and grow and expand who he is to show off his, his talents, his knowledge, his gift. And when you are stifled, you are hemmed in and you can't do that, it causes issues. So even though it's sad to see him go, I understand why he wanted to go. In my um, opinion here, because it is called Her Voice, Her View, if you are going through anything like that, if you've been through anything like that, please comment below this podcast just to let share your thoughts. Yeah, if I've been in a situation where I was in an organization or a company, you know, a, a, a place where I wasn't able to utilize what I was hired to do, or I was hired to do something, but it was just because of my name and what I offered and what I brought to the table, but was never able to speak and do or walk in my gift. And I just want to say to any of you sisters out here that if that's happening to you, I can't tell you what to do, but I just want to reassure you, if you stay in a place where you do not feel that you are being treated fairly, that you are not allowed to be you or be what, um, or share your ideas and do what you originally hired to do, it's time for you to think about moving on. And I know a lot of people, and there's a lot of naysayers out there who will say, you know what? You got to, you know, you have to have a job. You got to work. You got to take care of yourself. But my question to you is, what is more important? Your health, your mindset, or the company, the organization, what they want, what they desire? Because if you pick and live for someone else, you're always going to be disappointed. You're not going to be happy. You're not going to be fulfilled. You're always going to be hemmed in, imprisoned, and it's going to take its toll on you mentally and physically. So I am just suggesting that, you know, if that's a place you're in, think about it, see if that's where you should stay. But also I know it's hard, you know, because it's hard for change. It's hard to come out of something to go into the unknown because of what fear. But again, in God's word, it says that God did not give us a spirit of fear, but a power of love and sound mind in that second Timothy one seven. And I'm not stating, you know, stating that it's easy because it is not easy. Change is not easy. Going into the unknown is not easy. Not knowing what is going to happen next. That's when you really truly have to put your faith and your trust in God. And that is something that I'm still continually working on. It is a day-to-day process. But I have decided, and like Odell has decided, that you have the right to live your life the way that you see fit. There's not anybody who's going to come rescue you. Not saying that you're not going to have supporters. Not saying that people are not going to be encouraging you and, you know, saying, I have your back. But ultimately, it is your decision and you have the control to change your life. Whether for the good or the bad, whatever you want to do. Do not allow fear to hold you back. Do not allow what the the world says, what society says. Well, if you leave this job, it's going to be hard to 
for you to get another one. God said in his word that in Philippians 4, 4 verses 6 through 7, it says, do not be anxious for anything, but by prayer and supplication, make your request be made known unto God. And the peace of God that passes all understanding shall guard your heart and mind in Christ Jesus. So God is saying not to be anxious for anything. God is saying that he didn't give us a spirit of fear. And God says he will supply all of our needs according to his riches and glory in Christ Jesus. And he will never leave us or forsake us. And then we have to put our trust in him. Because in Jeremiah 29, 11, he says, I know the, th- the plans that I have established for you, declares the Lord, not to hurt you, not to harm you, but to give you a hope in a future. And that's something that we all have to do. We have to step out on faith and trust God. As Peter was walking towards Jesus on the water, Peter had to keep his eye on Jesus because he said, if you don't keep your eye on me, you're going to drown You're going to go under the water. He kept his eyes focused on Jesus and he was able to walk on water. If we keep our eyes focused on Jesus, if we keep our eyes focused on Jesus and allow the Holy Spirit to lead us, even though it may be a scary path, because that's what I'm on right now. I'm on a very different journey in my life and it is not easy but I'm continually fighting because I have the right to fight for my life. I have the right to speak up for myself and I have the right to make decisions for me and not allow others, not allow the enemy, not allow the world to tell me what's right or wrong or what's best for me. So thank you for joining me on episode number six of Her Voice, Her View. Make sure you share this podcast with Honestly, with men too, with anybody that you believe or know that would benefit from hearing her voice, her view. See you next time.